welcome to another episode of Chatty Moms. I'm Brooke. And I'm Felicia. And today, we are all talking about, well, (laughs) we are all, we, (laughs) we're talking about postpartum. So basically, like, the first month of, um, you know, when we had our little beans at home. Yeah, kind of what the recovery was, how just those early days were with the baby, how we felt with, like visitors and help and did we get help and then like I have a pre and post COVID baby so and I had a c-section so that's kind of different yeah yeah so where I had like vaginal deliveries and Brooke had a c-section there's kind of some differences there yeah so let's just hop into it yeah so we're just gonna kind of start off with recovery because we just went through our birth stories um Mm -hmm. if you missed any of those so Brooke had a Mm c-section and then I had two vaginal births with both of mine Um, So we're just going to talk about, like, any must-have items, um, how was your recovery, what were the first couple days, like, pain-wise, and any bleeding, swelling kind of thing. I feel like, I'm just going to jump into it first real quickly. Um, I feel like because I had went into labor, like, you know, everything was, if you guys listen to the um, birth story of Levi... Um, I was like, well, I was supposed to give birth vaginally, I guess, (laughs) but you know, things just changed and I ended up having a C-section was, which was completely fine with me. Yeah. You kind of had it in the back of your head, like, yeah, it's okay if it happens. Oh, hundred percent. But I feel like I never really thought about what the recovery process was going to be like because it is a major surgery, Mm -hmm. right? So, but all in all, when I look back at it. It really wasn't bad at all. Like, I did have some tenderness, but I really... Like, at the scar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and... So, at the very beginning, like, in the hospital, they were just giving me um, Tylenol and Naproxen if I wanted Mm -hmm. it. And they said that they had Dilaudid, too. But I was good. Like, I felt fine. Like, I didn't need that. Which is crazy. Like, they... For a vaginal birth, they gave me Tylenol and Naproxen, too. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that, like, you have a huge yeah. scar. Like, they cut through, like, multiple different tissues, yeah. right? Um, but, yeah, they had Dilaudid, but I was, like, feeling really good. I really didn't have any issues. The only thing is I wasn't able to stand or walk for 12 hours. Mm. So they make you just, like, well, whatever. You just lay in bed, right? But the hospital beds are oh, covered with, like, a plastic. Mm-hmm. My ass was so <laughs> itchy because I was sweating. Well, it's just not super, like, comfortable padding. Like, oh you get God. a couple pillows and you kind of need, like, six. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the time when they were like, okay, Brooke, like, we can try and stand you up. Wow, that was the best feeling of my life. Also, just kind of, like, stretching out a little bit. Of course, like, it was uncomfortable at that point. But it really wasn't too bad. And then, um... Uh, after a little bit they had took out the catheter and I went to the bathroom by myself and when I went to the bathroom I was like oh wow like nothing blew up down there so it's (laughs) going to be easier but then I was trying to poop and I had to force but forcing I had to use my abs right Mm. and they cut those open so that was a little I was kind of like oh like it's a little bit did you in the hospital poop yeah oh they wanted me to poop to just make sure that yeah, like they would have given you stool softeners too yeah. yeah yes 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 i took stool softeners. those are like a must-have postpartum just oh, an fyi yeah. like just take them every day for at least like two weeks like oh that's my God. like my biggest recommendation yeah. it helps so much for me i only took them at the hospital then i was fine yeah yeah so like 
the um, incision was really, it was fine. Like I didn't have too much pain or anything. Um, but then um, as weeks kind of went on, so I'd say like I was probably tender and sore for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. But the first week and the second week, what was the most annoying was getting up from the couch and getting up from the bed. Yeah, like, like from to the, the laying position. Yeah, like, it was just, it was really sore, and to the point where, like, that would frustrate me, and then I would cry, <laughs> yeah. because I was so pissed you off. You just, like, want to get up, and Yeah, then... and of course, they tell you, like, you can't lift anything other than your child, or you can't bend down and grab things. <laughs> so, like, small story, like, me and Joey had just gotten home after Levi was born, Anyways, and I was hungry and I wanted to make myself a sandwich. <laughs> so I go in the kitchen and of course I'm like dropping everything that I can put my hands on. So yeah, like, like I drop the loaf of bread. I'm pretty sure I dropped the mayo uh, container on the ground. I'm just dropping things left and right and I can't bend over to pick them up. So then I'm like, oh, anyways. Joey. Yeah, Joey, can you come pick these up for me? And I'm crying because I'm pissed off that I can't do this shit by myself. Yeah. Because, like, you're just so used to doing stuff and then all of a sudden, like, you can't. So I would definitely say, like, that is a frustrating portion and part of having a C-section is, like, the three weeks to come afterwards. Like, you just, like... You can do more than what the doctors say. Yeah, but it's still a major surgery, so you want to, like... Yeah, and you really want to make sure you air it out, and anyways, but it it healed really nicely, like, can't complain, but yeah. Because I'm pretty sure I know someone, they had a C-section, and it got infected because they, like, tried too hard, or it's just, like, you need to rest. Well, because it could, like, rip open, for sure. Yeah. Oh, man, I was so scared to take the, um the bandage off they have like it's like a it looks like a hunt like a honeycomb that's what it is and it basically just allows your scar to breathe right mm-hmm. yeah. anyways i was just so scared to take that off because i was scared i was gonna like split open but anyways i didn't everything was fantastic but yeah the the one thing i would say is getting up from the bed and getting up from the couch i would like be just so frustrated that i was still in pain and then your scar heals from the outside in right so like, the skin closes first, and then you have, like, all of your tissues and, like, your fats and your muscles and stuff like that, right? Anyways, and, like, I would probably say at the third week, I could tell that my muscles were, like, really trying to heal because I was, like, more and more sore. No. But then it just, it was good. So, anyways, I would say that was my recovery of the scar itself. Yeah. Now, I have no idea what it would be like vaginally, but I can just imagine that's a horror story. <laughs> <laughs> so where I had two natural births so there's different I guess degrees of tearing so first degree is like outside yeah, tearing yeah. and second degree is kind of your inside muscles tearing so I had two like for both deliveries I had two second degree tearing so inside so like my muscles kind of tore a bit mm. so both times they said that it was minimal <clears throat> so I still got some stitches but I don't like At least from my recovery standpoint, I don't believe it was anything major. So there was definitely a lot of bleeding, like, right away. So it's kind of like you have a period for at least, like, two weeks. Um, I would say the first week is pretty, like, a heavy flow, and then it just kind of dies off. And then it's just kind of, like, spotting for a while. But that is definitely something, like, some people don't know is that, like, you bleed for still quite a while. Like, you have to get a lot of pads. (laughs) You pretty much wear, like, a diaper. So that's actually one of the things... 
I, I got the second time around that mm, helped so much. I had bought in so many pads. <laughs> so right? many. So, like, you guys don't even understand. Okay, I bought so many pads. And then I had a C-section and, like, they scrape pretty much everything. <laughs> so you don't bleed as much. Like, I really did not bleed as much. Um, so yeah, then I gave all the pads to Felicia afterwards. As a Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas! Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so the, so with Douglas, it definitely took a longer time to heal and, like, for the bleeding to stop, but with Maeve, it was a lot easier. Um, they give you, like, a peri bottle in the hospital, so when you go to pee, you kind of, like, squirt hot water, like, up there, yeah. so it doesn't you can't sting. Wipe. Yeah, because you just kind of have to, like, pat it dry, because, like... You don't want to, like, pull mm. at any of, like, the stitches and stuff. But with Maeve, um, with that postpartum, like, experience, I only had to use, like, the peri bottle for, like, a week. And then it was just kind of more, like, to help clean things up. But with Douglas, the, like, stingingness part of it definitely lasted longer. So yeah. I feel like the first time I tore a bit more. Probably. The second time was probably, like, the same spot, but it was maybe just a little bit less. Yeah. But it definitely wasn't too bad. So I took Tylenol for maybe a week just to make sure like I wouldn't get too sore and uncomfortable mm -hmm. but it was mainly actually my upper body that was sore because of like the way I was pushing and like yes oh my god down well, you're yeah you're bearing down so yeah. much right oh god I can like, see that just oh I was also so sore as well but from the shivering that I got no. from the epidural <laughs> oh man like I it felt like I had a full body workout yeah and then, I don't think, yeah, we didn't touch on it with you, but with swelling, um, with both pregnancies, like with Douglas, I didn't have any swelling pregnancy-wise, but postpartum, my legs were like balloons. And I think it's because, like, I felt so good, so I was up and moving around, but they just, like, oh. you need to rest. And, like, oh, your yeah. feet and, like, ankles and everything, so, like, I had to, like, calm down. And then, same thing happened the second time around, but, like, I couldn't just rest like I wanted to. Like, I still had a toddler yeah. to, like run after and the second time around like Doug went back to work wide, right away with Douglas he had two months off so like that yeah. was so helpful and then with Maeve he was on a course so he went back to work on like the Tuesday like it was a long weekend because yeah. it was family day and then like he was just right back to work so he was there for two days and I just had to like do it all like I have Doug's parents here and they were helpful but it's still like they're not up here oh yeah seven with you so no, it was um, interesting for me because when you have a C-section, they're very, um, like, they scare the shit out of you, basically, <laughs> telling you, like, oh, well, you really want to make sure that you don't have any blood clots and you want to mm. watch for pulmonary embolism. So if you start, like, you know, feeling like you can't breathe or your chest is really heavy, like, you know, you've got to go to the hospital right away. Oh, my God. So I would just stress myself out yeah. with that. Like, am I laying down? Yeah. Oh, anyways. And then I remember... Um, the first day that we had a lot of visitors, I was up and go like, oh, yeah. about a lot as well, right? Anyways, and that night I had sat down and looked at my feet and like shocked, like yeah. they were sausages. Yeah, that I think that was the day like oh, both sets of parents kind of yeah. came over, and yeah. it was just like it was a lot, and day. I was just like up and moving around and stuff. Anyways, and I hadn't even like looked at my ankles, and then yeah, I sit down and I'm like, oh my god, yeah. like. Anyway, so I sat and, and elevated my feet, and it definitely helped, but, like, oh, my, it was some, something different. Yeah, like, it was oof. pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and then just kind of, like, the last part of recovery, so, like, any must-have items, you would say? 
Not really for me. Like, I know a lot of people will still use, um, like, padsicles. Oh, so, yeah. like, putting pads, um, like, soaking them in saline or different like, things. Even just, like, ice water. I know I yeah. did that for, the fr- like, in the hospital, especially with a vaginal, they do that because there's yes. a lot of swelling there and it does take a while and it just, it feels good. Yeah. Like, it is cold as all can be oh, yeah. <laughs> on the lady bits, but... Yeah. It no, nice. and a lot of people say that you can use that um, for C-section scars, but I never actually did. Oh, just put it right on it. Yeah, oh. just right across, but I never did, and, like, there was nothing that I could really, like, a lot of air time. Yeah. Like, laying completely flat. And, and at least for you, like, it was September, so it was still summer. Yeah. It was nice, so you could just kind of, like, yeah. be out. I know? would just, yeah, I would just lay on the couch and just, like, allow the scar to kind of breathe. Yeah. And that was, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah, for me, it was definitely, like, that peri bottle in the hospital. Like, you keep that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, Depends diapers for women. Just get them in a larger size and you will be so happy. At least for the first week. Like, they're just so convenient. You don't have to worry about pads and yeah. underwears. And, like, you're still kind of swollen. So, like, all your underwear still, like, don't doesn't fit. fit properly. And then you kind of just want, like, more support because of the pads. And then there's mm-hmm. these things called Tux Witch Hazel pads. So, yeah. you just kind of put them on the pad and it gives, like, a cooling sensation. And it just helps with, like, the healing and the swelling. And, yeah. like... I got so many this time around because I remember using a lot with Douglas, but because my recovery was shorter, I still have a whole thing, like, left over. So I'm like, well, maybe for baby well, number three. <laughs> yeah, I have some at home, too. I had, like, the whole kit and caboodle ready at home for vaginal birth. But, um, and another thing I guess I could say for a tip is, like, get nice big mesh panties that go over your belly. Oh, yeah, like, get, like, at least a size or two up. Yeah, and especially if you have a C-section, because you do mm. not want your underwear to be resting at the incision site. Yeah. Especially, like, you just had a baby, so, like, your belly is still kind of big, right? Yeah. So it's gonna rest right on your hips, and that's, like, the C-section scar is very low. Yeah. Um, so, like, something that goes over your, your belly, for sure. And, like, very comfortable PJ pants. Oh, my That God. are, like, very flowy. Yeah. <laughs> and probably black, because, like, yeah. you know, in case something happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, you just... Oh my god, you just live in, like, PJs for Comfort. the first little bit. Oh yeah, in leggings. I mean, I still am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, okay? <laughs> like, at this point, Maeve is two months and a little bit, and I probably put on jeans maybe once or twice, but, oh, like, where am I going? God. Yeah. Like, nowhere, so. Oh, and we're still in the middle of a pandemic, so, yeah, like, where exactly. are you going with jeans on? <laughs> yeah. Um... So after kind of the recovery part, and now it's kind of like the early days with the baby, so a little bit like how your mood is feeling, because like there's a huge like surge of your hormones right after having the baby. Oh, yeah. And then I think they say like two to four weeks afterwards, there's just like a drop. Mm -hmm. And this is usually when they call like baby blues and then like postpartum depression can start. But the very first couple weeks is like just baby blues, like you cry about anything and everything (laughs) um and then like just sleep deprivation because if you're not like if you don't have sleep insomnia in pregnancy you're not used to getting up like a million times a night yeah and that's just not something you're used to like you're used to sleeping straight through maybe getting up to pee once or twice but like getting up to feed and like you're not just up and down like you're up for at least 20 to 40 minutes yeah exactly so it's just kind of like how were those first couple days 
like you're on an adrenaline high as oh, well, gosh, yeah. right? Like you have like a brand new little baby and you're so excited. So it's not like a huge deal. I didn't find it was bad getting up in the middle of the night to feed yeah. him. It really wasn't bad. And for me, like I would get up and then feed him in bed. Yeah. So I really didn't move much. Um, but other than that, um, hold like on. So baby blues. Yeah, yeah. I felt really good. I remember the doctors had mentioned, like, the nurses went through, like, the whole discharge stuff with me and Joey, and she was really adamant on, um, like, you know, postpartum depression and yeah. stuff, and Joey clung on to that. Oh. Like, yeah. so anytime I would, like, cry, he'd be like, oh my god, are you depressed? Yeah. And oh I was gosh, like, I no, I just have so many emotions going through me, just let me cry. Yeah, and, like, you're just so obsessed with your baby that, like, looking at them, when they first, like smile yeah. even if like in the beginning it's just like a gas smile you're just like almost in tears because it's so cute yeah and then they're like are you okay one <laughs> thing i feel that is important to talk about too is like not everybody connects with their baby yeah right immediately away. and i've and i heard stories and stuff of like if you have a c-section baby sometimes you don't connect with them immediately and i feel like i didn't talk about this at all mm -hmm. really with anybody but I felt like it took me a little longer to connect with Levi like I knew he was the baby that was inside my belly yeah and like I loved him no matter what but I do feel like it took me probably like three days to genuinely just to realize yeah like, this is it my did it, t it took me a little longer to like actually connect with him and then like sometimes I would like sit there and feel like guilty because I was like oh my god I feel like what if I'm not loving him enough <laughs> yeah Anyways, and I, it genuinely, like, stressed me out because I was like, what if I'm never going to get this connection with him? But it did come after, like, three days or so. And that was probably when I had a, a massive outburst of... Big cry. Yeah. And I just... I remember sitting on the couch and I just cried. And Joey was like, well, what can I do? Are you okay? And I just, like, sobbed. Yeah. And you don't know how to, like, explain it to them. And, yeah. Like, they're also going through, like, a huge yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, like, my God. They're not the ones carrying this baby. Yeah. So you kind of have, like, an initial connection. But they just, like, they feel a kick or two. But, like, yeah. they don't, like, they just kind of jump into it as soon as, like, the baby's born. Absolutely. And I do, like, oh, Joey was fantastic and so supportive. But I it's so hard to explain what you're feeling. Like, it's just such a weird feeling that... It's, it's something that you'll... Yeah, once you have a baby, it's just like, wow. Yeah, and you can't really explain it, and I couldn't even... Oh, yeah, like, when I would go through, like, crying... Small crying fits, and I really didn't go through that many. But, yeah, Joey was always there, and... What can I do? And I was like, nothing! <laughs> I just gotta cry! <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, with... Um, Douglas on my first I felt surprisingly good afterwards like we had so many visitors in the hospital though that I feel like I only fed Douglas um, like at night after there was no visitors so we bottle fed Douglas from the very start so anytime like we had visitors come in like we would just like hey like do you want to hold the baby and just feed him because I mean it's babies easy, are so yeah. easy to be fed <laughs> in the beginning <laughs> um, so it took a while for like just to get used to holding him and like with me where we didn't have any visitors I was like I am feeding this child all the time because like I just didn't it was such a different connection right off the bat because I didn't feed Douglas as much and then I wanted to make sure like because Doug was home for two months like he yeah. just alternated every bottle so it was very easy but now with Maeve it's like it's always I'm the you. one yeah 24 7 almost unless like I'm out doing something 
Um, so that was a little bit different. Oh, for sure. I can, and it's definitely like, whereas you have help for two months. Yeah. I'm not saying you don't have help now, yeah. but it is very. It's a very different, like help from your husband and then help from like in-laws yes. or family and friends and stuff. It's very different. Yeah. And then like with Douglas, we had family over every weekend for at least like two months straight like and i mean you were he was up. the first baby oh yeah yeah and yeah oh i was up every for sure weekend. every weekend yeah for the first month for sure and then this time around it was like everyone kind of came up maybe once i think you were up twice in the first month yeah. but we also had um like a death in our family so it kind of was like a two weeks where it was just hard for anybody to like yeah do anything so that was hard too um, and then the pandemic too, I feel like people are just traveling less. And right now, like, it's kind of like, you're only supposed to see like 10 to 15 people in like yeah. your circle. So it's like, and with a baby, you don't want to like expose all these like 100%. germs. So, and when Douglas was born, I was, um, I mean, I was with Joey, but like I was a single human being. <laughs> I didn't have a baby. So I would just travel all the time. Right. And then yeah. even like once Levi was born, you guys had Douglas. It's just harder to travel when you have a baby. Like, oh, you gosh, can't just, yeah. like, get up and go. So, again, like, with Maeve, I came up um, the weekend after she was born. And I came up a few other times. But, yeah, like, with Levi, it is a little bit harder. So, I definitely, I feel like I see Maeve less yeah. than I used to see Douglas right as he was born. But... And, really, the first time you came up to see Maeve, that was the first time you drove, like, longer than, like, a half hour with Levi. Because, mm-hmm. like, Moncton or Mokto is about an hour and a half, yeah. maybe less if Brooke's driving. <laughs> yeah, less if I'm driving, but I went up with my dad, and <laughs> God loved him. Limit, though. Okay. Brooke texts me, like, we're going to be there in five days, dad's going the speed limit. I'm like, Brooke, that's normal. That's what I drive when I come down to Moncton. Oh, my God. That's too funny. But, yeah, he's just such a, a good, safe driver. He's a fantastic driver. Yeah. Okay, that's all Love I you, can dad. say. Love you, dad. <laughs> but I was like, my God, we're going to get there tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um. And then the last thing for kind of, like, the first little bit, it doesn't really pertain to Brooke, but, like, kind of going from zero babies to one, and then going from one baby to two. So, for me, like, obviously with one baby, like, literally all you do all day is just cuddle the baby, lay on the couch, you can watch whatever movie or TV show you want. Like, Doug and I watched so many TV (laughs) shows. Like, he was off for two months. So, literally, like... Game of Thrones, we rewatched um Vikings, like all sorts of TV shows, any movies you want, and probably for at least four months, because like the baby doesn't notice the TV no, at all. Yeah, they just yeah. lay there and like look at you. Yeah. This time around, I cannot just lay on the couch. Like, yeah, Douglas will sit and watch a show for like 30 minutes, maybe an hour, but like he's up and up going, yeah. and like you just don't want him like sitting and watching a show all day like there was definitely some days like if Maeve was up three or four times in a night like yeah we're watching a little bit more tv today (laughs) and that's totally fine oh my god the amount of like words and like things he's learned from tv like it is not bad (laughs) but the like it's just like you can't just watch a tv show anymore because you can't pay attention to it with two babies and then like obviously with your first baby it's kind of like you don't know exactly what's going on like you're trying to still figure it out so the second time around was definitely a lot easier like okay she's crying she's probably hungry she probably has a dirty diaper like the first time around like 
Oh, the first time around, you don't know. Yeah. And and they tell you in the hospital, like, feed the baby every three hours, like, especially with formula. Yeah. But, like, after an hour and a half, sometimes, they'll start crying. And, like, they're clean, and yeah. you're holding them, and they're still crying. And then they eat, and they're, like, so happy. But they're growing so fast, and it's just, like... That's one thing I wish I wouldn't have clung on to yeah. so much. Telling you, like, is, eat every three yeah, hours. Yeah, them saying, like, oh, well, with formula... Uh, yeah, about every three hours or so. Like, so I feel like I underfed Levi and around like the three week mark, he definitely went through like a lot of crying <clears throat> bouts. Yeah, the third week is probably the worst. Yeah. And uh, at one point I was like, well, maybe we have a colicky baby. Like maybe this is what it is. But now looking back at it, I think I just wasn't feeding him enough. Yeah. I think that's when we came up, all of us, or yeah. maybe the second time because Levi was almost having half a bottle or so, like, every hour yeah. and a half or so. Well, he was cluster-feeding like, at that point. Yeah. Because, like, Maeve went through the same thing around three three weeks where it was just like, are you not, like, ever going to stop being hungry? I like, know. it was just, like... Insane. Constant. So, it was definitely different. <clears throat> and then, like, um, with having two, like, kind of preparing your firstborn to have a sibling, like... We talked about having, like, there was a baby in mommy's tummy, so, like, Douglas understood that, but it's still, like, you have all the attention, so trying to, like, not, like, make sure he knows how to play on his own and, like, get him And to he do still things. feels loved. Yeah. Because it's a huge a change for him. It's a full change for him, yeah. right? And right before Doug went on course, he was on vacation for, like, three weeks, or, no, five weeks, actually. Mm -hmm. So... Douglas had his dad home all the time and I was still at work at this point and then it kind of switched as soon as Doug went back to work I went on mat leave so then he had mom yeah all the time I think we had four weeks together before Maeve was born so it was like full all-day attention and then it's like oh sorry I gotta feed the baby for at least 30 minutes change the diaper and like you just gotta go on your own and do your own thing like yeah I can't just get up and like get whatever you need so it was definitely different. But it's good because Douglas is very independent. And oh, yeah. he can play on his own super well. So that's so good. Yeah, and one big thing I would recommend is just, like, almost plan out your day with, like, activities. Like, if I know I'm about to feed Maeve in, like, 30 minutes, I'm like, okay, what activity can I set up in advance? Like, I have these, like, sensory bins. So some have, like, sand, some have macaroni and, yeah. like, oatmeal. Like, you just have to set it up. He's obsessed with trucks. So... Anything with trucks will keep him occupied for, like, a full hour. Oh, that's so but smart. But just throwing yeah. in something new with it and, like, water and stuff. And he's luckily really good with, like, not throwing things everywhere or dumping yeah. things out. He's very clean. Like, he hates to be he messy. He hates to be messy. Like, especially eating lately. If, like, his hands get dirty with ketchup, he's like, oh, Kleenex, Kleenex. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just like, it. oh, god. I wish Levi was like that <laughs> right now. Oh my god, he's at the stage where like, so eating is like very like, you know, it's a sensory activity for him and they say like, let the babies play with their food and like, let them feel it and touch it and rub it all over their face. Like, it's just, it's so messy right now and I just, every time he eats, I just have to like really stop myself from just like wiping everything down every second. Yeah. And I sometimes still find myself washing his hands midway when I know <laughs> he's about to just dump them back in his oatmeal. Like, it, yeah, it's something, it's a, something I have to work on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, 
yeah so that was kind of the first part i think we can, might be able to cut it here there's still quite a, a lot of topics to go through with postpartum like this is kind of just hitting a little bit but we still have some like we both didn't breastfeed at all since the beginning and then there's a lot of like first big moments with a newborn maybe we will be able to catch we might be able to do a part two on this okay yeah let's do that so but there's a lot of different things to like touch on postpartum so it's kind of it'll give you a little bit of everything and like everyone's journey is so different so especially where we didn't breastfeed and then any big like first like any anxiety issues we had or any big cries we'll talk about yeah and then we'll kind of finish off with any tips we have that we might not have covered in like the last one so anything like things we wish we knew that we didn't know and such we will get into yeah all right well we will see you guys back here for part two chat soon bye